Hello and welcome to the latest CN Creative Conversations podcast. I'm Anthony Myers and this week I talk to Callum Haggerty, director of Coco Chocolatier, an Edinburgh-based lifestyle brand that blends art with chocolate in a fascinating and innovative way. Take a listen. Tell, tell us about your company or your job or indeed your role. So my name's Callum Haggerty. I'm the, um, for want of a better title, um, I'm the director of uh, Cocoa Chocolatier. Um, and we are, as the name suggests, uh, a chocolate business. Um, we're, we're based up in, in Edinburgh. And what we do as a business that's slightly different from maybe other businesses is um, we kind of have two quite strong um, USPs. Um, if anyone's seen any of our products before, um, the first one is quite obvious, is, is kind of our visual identity. Um, basically, every product we make is uh, a collaboration, um, and that's a collaboration with an artist or a designer. So we almost have um, like a gallery description type of label on the front of each one of our products, where we put the artist and designer at the front and center um, of the product. So it's a lot of people are doing some really nice packaging out there and it's almost kind of um, something that's required in, in kind of the craft um, end of the market. But I think we saw it as an opportunity to actually put um, the artist at the forefront. Um, I think a lot of people were, were doing it, but they weren't necessarily... A question we got asked a lot was, um, you know, who did this piece of artwork, who did that? And, and we never really had a good answer for them because... Um, Honestly, a lot of it was um, stock designs or things that we did um, in the early days of the business to, to release um, products really quickly. Um, so yeah, the, the aesthetic is, is certainly something that's quite unusual. Um, and, and then secondly, um, from a USP point of view, the way that we source, whilst not um, completely exclusive to us, uh, clearly, is we only source from origins. Um, so we work from Coverture, to be clear. So we don't work from the bean. Um, so we only source from um, origin uh, countries. So in our case at the moment, we source from Colombia. So um, kind of, I guess, to understand why this is different, you need to understand how the industry currently works. So predominantly, um, you know, 60, 60 to 70% of the raw commodity, the beans, will come from West Africa, and that's in the whole made up of Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana. Um, and then we'll kind of famously go back to Belgium and Switzerland um, in order to be uh, produced. Um, now, that is, in effect, we're taking the lowest um, value product from origin and then creating all the value in a developed economy. So what we try and do, the way we source is, we have more of the product. So in our case, we have the coverture produced in origin, so actually in Colombia. So the advantages that that gives us is, um, what gives the origin country really is, um, it creates more value at origin, so they have a larger tax take. Um, they're creating a bigger skill set there. Um, and, and like I say, really, it's, it's about keeping more of the value of that finished project um, at origin, which I think is, is one of the issues in the industry as a whole. Um, so that's really what we do, we, the two things we try and do as a business. Wow, great. Thank you. Um, what drew you to working in the confectionery industry, apart from the free chocolate, of course? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Honestly, I fell into the industry. Um, like a lot of people with working lives, we don't always necessarily choose where we end up. And I think, um, you know, for me, um, I always kind of, I, I saw this as an opportunity to kind of 
pull together my my three sort of passions in life, which is food, art, and design, and business. Like I love running a business as well. Um, and um, yeah, chocolate was just kind of an opportunity for me to combine all these things. I actually uh, bought, um, so I didn't found uh, Coco. I bought Coco in 2013 now. Um, very different business to what it is now. It was just, um, it was just a retail shop here in Edinburgh. Um, so yeah, it was it was a failing business if I'm honest. Um, I essentially took over their debts and and really transformed what our offering was. Um, and yeah, like I say, it was it was an opportunity to do um, those three things that I love doing, which is you know I love everything food uh, and art and design and business. And um, so so I took I took this on as a, as a challenge, and and that's that's kind of how I fell into the industry to a certain extent. And it was it was great for me because it was a brand new industry that I had to learn. I didn't. I didn't know anything about um, chocolate. Um, I had the same upbringing as everyone else in the UK. Brought up on Cadbury's dairy milk, and that was really the the whole sum of my knowledge of the industry. Yeah. So, it's been an exciting seven seven years now, almost. Great. Um, your job sounds fascinating. What What do you love most about it? I mean, there's so many facets to it as well. So, what What gives you the most pleasure? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, it's it's always the it's for me it's always the challenge like i love the challenge to me i feel like um i constantly need to be moving forward and and the great thing with this job is when we're running a a brand but we're also running a manufacturing um facility as well as um I, it doesn't take me too long to find things that you know there's problems and there's issues and there's challenges and i love um i love developing ideas which we get a great opportunity to do in this business but for me I just love the fact that most days are very different, um, and yeah, the challenge for me is, is is what I love most about my job. Good. Any this sounds a bit bizarre, really, because you clearly love what you do. But any not dislikes, but frustrations that you find um, about yeah, your I job, mean, about the company. Yes, I mean, um, I mean, you've heard it a million times before. I mean, a lot of people who run their own businesses. Mm. It kind of it, it's it, it consumes you. Um, so, so sometimes you know separating your personal life out from work is is challenging. But I actually I, I don't actually necessarily I'm a bit of a workaholic, so I don't actually necessarily dislike that. One thing that is an absolute bugbear of of ours and something that you know I've had to learn really quickly is is machinery and equipment and things from a manufacturing point of view. Like we you know we're a small manufacturing business, so we don't we don't have the um, wherewithal that bigger companies have and they have on-site engineers and things when when things go down and we've got problems that can be and we've got big orders that can be pretty stressful and yeah if I was to pinpoint anything it would probably be manufacturing issues mm -hmm. is is what I dislike the most okay um, you've probably answered this already but your biggest uh, your, your, your biggest creative achievement so far well, you're, what you're most proud of yeah, I, that, that's a tough one for me because I always I'm 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 not really the type of character that stops and smells the roses as as much as I should and uh -huh. and, and maybe maybe I should maybe I should get better at that but I don't <laughs> yeah. think there's any any sort of single biggest achievement. I think mm -hmm. you know we always take as a team we always take you know great pride in seeing our products. Um, you know what was initially a creative idea and whether that be. Uh, from the chocolatier's point of view, or whether that be um, NPD with regards to a packaging idea, and then I think there's something quite, you know, seeing it on in in retail, 
is always really quite pleasing. But I think particularly when we export, as we do, um, we export to about 16 different countries. Mm-hmm. There's something quite, um, you know, rewarding um, seeing what was a creative idea um, now in a strange environment or a different culture. And, you know, there's our product that was just a concept or an idea, maybe even only a matter of months ago. So, yeah, yeah that, that's always a nice achievement, creatively speaking. So, um yeah, and I guess, you know, other things, there's always been um, kind of magazines and, and places that we thought would be cool to be in. You know, for instance, we always wanted to be in Vogue and Wallpaper, and we've done both of those things. And I think that's always nice to see um, a nice achievement for the team to kind of see our work in, in publications that we kind of respect. So, yeah, that, that, that's probably that. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself, or, or indeed the company, in five years' time? Where would you like to be, would you, would you say? Um, yeah, I get asked this a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wherever you think you'll be, you more, almost certainly won't be. <laughs> um, I think what, you know, for us, there's always lots of exciting developments coming on. I think for the business, I really see the business expanding into um, its brand portfolio. So at the moment, um, we have Coco, which is very much... You know, like I talked about, um, like a, a, an artistic gifting brand. Um, and that's always kind of been my first love and, and, and we'll always have that. But, you know, we would definitely like to, um, you know, come to market with some different brands, maybe a vegan brand, maybe a grocery brand. So I definitely see us doing that in, in the next three to five years. Um, and personally, like I, I would like to, I'm a glutton for punishment. So I would like to possibly... Um, you know, launch another food and drink, um, it, it, you know, not just chocolate, maybe into some other areas. So um, I've always got some eyes on that um, okay. type of thing. So that's, a, that's a, yeah, that's where I hope to be in five years' time. <laughs> Great. And if if there is one, describe a typical work day for you. Um, there kind of isn't a typical working day for me, which is what, which is, you know, like we discussed before, that's, that is what I like about it. But I think t- typically on your average day, um, we have, so we're based in Edinburgh uh, on the east side of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I come to work. Um, our office is directly above our production. Um, so I always, first thing I do is I um, touch base with our production manager and ops manager, see what's going on in production. And then really I spend most of my day um, with sales and marketing and NPD. And p- personally, like that's where I feel like I add more value. So we're really fortunate to have a great um, production team so they kind of, I just let them do their thing. Um, and, you know, typically it will change. But for instance, now we are actually moving to a new factory, um, which will probably, the move will probably happen in January uh, 21. Um, however, I'm working pretty closely with um, our architect and design team to build like a consumer facing um, factory. So we'll have people be able to do tours there. Um, We'll have a cafe, um, event space. Um, so yeah, that, that's something that's occupying a lot of my time at the moment. So it changes a lot, but there's always, um, I, I love working on new projects and, and that's typically what I do. Good. Uh, you describe yourself as a workaholic, um, but any down downtime? And if so, what do, you, what do you enjoy doing outside of work? So I, ha- I have an almost three-year-old son. Um, so he keeps me ve- very busy out of work. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
I, obviously at the moment I can't do the things that I would normally like to do, which is I love to go to like restaurants with family and friends. And mm. I've just, I've recently taken up yoga, which I kind of got a bit hooked on. Um, and, I, and I do it like at least four or five times a week. And I think it's, I think it's an attempt by me to kind of de-stress Mm-hmm. a little bit which works for um you know varying amounts of times but um, that's kind of what i try and do outside of work but um, i'm always i'm always the type that's got my laptop yeah. even you know in the evening and then just kind of typing away and doing emails and things and uh-huh. uh, but yeah that's what i do out of work good so you, you are finding a kind of balance a kind of balance yeah i mean you know i, I like like i said it's sometimes i, I like I like the work that I'm doing, so I don't, it doesn't feel no. like work to me. So, yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes those lines get a bit blurred, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's sometimes um, difficult to tell. Good, yeah. Uh, my next question then what do you think will be the next big thing in the confectionery world? Do you kind of keep your finger on the pulse? What's going on, you know, in yeah, chocolates? Yeah, it's an, in, an interesting question. And mm. I, for, for me, I feel like the next thing in the industry is, is, is greater transparency and, and by that I think by I think a particular type of transparency mm-hmm. for for and I think I think what we'll see is I think there's now um, we'll see it because the consumers want it and and that is I think the the human rights and working conditions of people mm-hmm. in the agricultural end of this industry mm-hmm. uh, which is ultimately where everything comes from mm-hmm. I, I think there'll be um, greater lights Sean on that end and, and I think some of the working practices and human rights of um, these people at the at the very um, start of this um, mm-hmm. uh, industry um, I think a lot of companies will start challenger brands will start to um, show that there's ways to um, monitor these things and I think you know recently Nespresso on Starbucks um, you know there's lots came out about their supply chain and coffee with regards to you know um, miners working in plantations and things and, and I think for a long time the industry's focused on um, you know and rightly so to a certain extent you know th- things like fair trade for instance yeah. um, but that's based on commodity price uh-huh. and I think that's that's great but I think what we'll see is we'll start seeing um, the working conditions and human rights um, being monitored and potentially certified in, in, in these areas. So that is what I think will come to the industry. It's um, For me, it's just a matter of um, of time. It, it, the consumer, I think, wants it, so yes. someone will step up and give them it. Absolutely. Great. Uh, a very simple question. Next one is, uh, are you an Apple or Android kind of guy? Um, I'm a bit of an Apple sucker, to be honest with you. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very much pulled into... Uh, their ecosystem now, and, and even if I wanted to, I don't think I could get out. Um, I have Apple everything. In, fa- in fact, right in front of me on my desk, I've got an iMac, an iPad, an iPhone, which is pathetic in a way, but that's... that's Yeah, in the office, we tend to be Apple, um, yeah. so everyone's got very expensive tastes, so that's... Yeah, I'm an <laughs> okay. Apple man. Good. Um, where do you stand on social media? Is it can't live without it, or an evil necess- necessity, um, would you say? Um... Uh, personally, I can live without it. Um, I'm not on. Um, personally, I'm not on any social media. Uh, I left. I left Facebook now. I think o- almost two years ago, yeah. and didn't miss it for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from from a business perspective, I think it's it, mm. it's definitely required. And I think for a brand like ours, which is very visual, yes. um, we spend a lot of time, um, particularly on Instagram. Um, I kind of stay out of the way of it. If I'm honest, um, we have um, Julia, who's our uh, content creative. 
um, focuses on that. So yeah, as a business, it's definitely part of, of our strategy and what we do. But yeah, personally, personally for me, it's a little bit boring if I'm honest. Okay. And you've maybe touched on this again previously. If you could change one thing in the confectionery industry, what would that, what would it be? Yeah, I, I, exactly. What, what I've touched on before, and I think what's coming is is what is what needs the changes is needed, and and it's it's a huge industry, and it will take you know it'll take the big players to take part. But I think for me, that full transparency within supply yes. chains, um, to me, it's still quite shocking the amount of people, even within the confectionery industry, that are not aware of how the supply chain works. Yes, yes. Um, and I think that is something I think the consumer wants to see and I definitely want to see um, is less of uh, big business hiding behind complex supply chains. I think more needs to be done on that front um, and ultimately I think it'll be left to some challenger brands but hopefully yeah. that then means the big guys have to follow suit. Okay and finally what's the biggest misconception about working in confectionery do you say Colin? Biggest misconception yeah I uh, I think a lot of people think they wouldn't get bored of eating chocolate, um, which I, I can definitely tell you, you do. Um, so kind of, I, th I think a lot of people have got, I think particularly, you know, when we're, when we're trying to find staff to work here, there's a certain idea about what we might do, which is probably that we're kind of spending hours and hours and hours on, you know, one or two products and it's all, you know, chocolatiers that they've seen on TV and stuff when it has far more um, manufacturing processes than anything. So, I think, um, yeah, I, and from a consumer point of view, I think the biggest misconception in our industry and actually all food industries is that the brands make their own products. And, and that's, that's something that we always try and really stress is, is we are actually here making our own product and actually the vast majority of our competitors are consumer-facing brands only. So that's quite a, a big misconception um, people have generally about the industry. So they're always kind of, I think, naively like I, I you know when I entered this industry I actually thought that too and I was quite surprised when I was asking people at trade shows and things do you make your own product and they were like you know they looked at me like I was mad yeah. um so yeah there's a few misconceptions in the industry but um yeah those those are some that jumped to jump to mind great time's up Callum thank you very much